Hey y'all, and welcome to the Transparent Chip Podcast, where we explore, evolve, connect, and create community while broadening our perspectives and everyday topics. Please make sure that you are subscribed wherever you are listening and follow me at transparent.chick.pc on Instagram so you can stay in tune with me. I'm always active on my stories, so be sure to engage because I will definitely respond back. And again, thank you for being here with me. Now let's get into this episode. So today we are going to expound on our morning motivation that we had this past week where we talked about the quote from Miss Nina Simone um, that when love is no longer being served, you got to know to get up from the table. And I'm paraphrasing y'all. That isn't the quote word for word, but um, the discussion is love, right? And if love is not being served at the table that you are at, then it is time to get up. And not only is it not being served, but if it's also not being given, there is no reason to occupy a space where you don't feel loved and where you're not able to give love. And I know the question would be, well, why wouldn't I be able to give love? Sometimes we experience things and it causes us to put a guard up, put a wall up. It causes us to not show up as our true selves, be it um, you've been in said relationship. And it doesn't have to be romantic, right? It can be friendships. It can be family relationships. But let's say that you've been in said relationship for, you know, years and multiple times you have tried to express yourself. Um, in a way so that you can connect with the other person and maybe they just don't recognize or um, empathize with what it is that you have going on. Maybe they uh, shortchange or, God, give me the words. Maybe they just overlook how you feel all around. You know, you can come to them with something that's really on your heart. You can be um, vulnerable or try to be, right? And they just kind of brush it off. That doesn't feel good on the receiving end. And so I completely agree with Miss Nina Simone. Like if love's no longer being served, it's time to get up from the table. If love is no longer um, able to be given because you don't feel um, comfortable enough, safe enough, it's time to reevaluate why. And maybe try to have that conversation again, depending on um, who's in the relationship and how important that is to you. Or simply just, you know, move on. And you don't have to move on in a way of being negative or nasty or any of those things. But it is important for us to make sure that we are putting ourselves in positions to receive love and to be able to give love in a healthy way. So we also discussed the love chapter in the Bible, which is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and how it describes what love is. It gives a very clear description of that, how love is patient and it's kind and it's not easily angered, how it rejoices in truth and how it perseveres and 
and hopes and trust. And, you know, for me, when I'm thinking of whether or not someone loves me, I always go back to this scripture because um, it's pretty straightforward. And it's not that said person or situation or even myself has to have all of these things in order for it to um, be deemed love but as long as some of these things are present like all of the others can be worked on right because relationships take work relationships with yourself relationships with others and being able to recognize it especially if you are a person who hasn't experienced a lot of healthy love i am a person that is currently in that position I haven't experienced a lot <laughs> of healthy love, not in the relationships that I have chosen, be it romantically or friendship wise. And so here I am at 30 years old learning what that looks like and what it looks like for me. Um, and yeah, just take an inventory. So today I want to get into the four main types of love and when I was doing some research like y'all it's I think the most I found was maybe 12 but the ones that are high in number in that regard they all um come back to these main four types of love so let's go ahead and get into that the main the four main types of love are eros philia storge and agape First things first <laughs> is Eros, which is the erotic, the sexual, the passionate love. And based off of what I read, this love is usually directed at one person, one individual. And, you know, I kind of question that because I know we are in a world where people are in different types of relationships whether they are poly or, um, you know, folks are living, what's that word? Um, child, I don't know. It, it's a lot out here. Um, and so I question that, but at the same time, I'm just going to go based off of what I have read. So Eros is a love that you feel for a person that is extreme, like you desire them. You crave them, you want them, um, and it's often in a sexual way. Um, this would be a love that you would have for your partner, for your spouse, um, the person that you share, you know, your body with, and in some cases, your spirit. And the reason I say it like that is because I'm a person that believes that sex is truly spiritual. Um, which is why, you know, I kind of always had a side eye at folks that just be in and out of everybody. Um, because I'm like, what is your spirit carrying? What does your spirit look like after being in and out of <laughs> people? And there's no judgment whatsoever. But I think that we need to do a better job of checking with our spirits and making sure that they are even equipped to receive or give to the person that we choose to share our bodies with in a sexual manner um, because some of the things that we may have picked up 
aren't even our things. We pick them up from other people because we have been in that intimate space with them and because we haven't taken the inventory to see whether or not this person would be a good fit for my spirit, for my soul, and for my body. But I'm going to get off that soapbox because I'm going to leave that where that is. I just wanted y'all to know what type of love Eros was and what it represented. Next type of love is Philia, which is a love of friends and equals. It's also known as like the sisterly, brotherly type of love. And this may be one of my favorites. <laughs> because I am a community person. I am a person who enjoys genuinely connecting with other individuals from different walks of life and cultivating um, strong relationships. And by strong, I mean not that we talk every day, not that we see each other all the time even, but that we are supportive in each other's endeavors and dreams that we hold space for each other when we need to be vulnerable and we just need a place of comfort and safety. That is what I mean. Um, I am an only child, as I've said multiple times. And so I hold my friendships in high regard. Like if I call you friend, like I mean that with all of my heart. Right. And so I don't throw the word around a lot. <laughs> and it's interesting because as I've gotten older, as I've learned more about myself and what I stand for and using my voice to boldly say those things, I've learned that, you know, my people find me. Um, and in some cases, it takes me a while to warm up to folks just because I know that the type of love I give is a love that is healthy. It is a love that is supportive. It is a love that um, is enduring, meaning like I will go through some things with you and I won't let you sit in your stuff. And there's been some cases where people haven't received that well <laughs> because how many times we go complain about it, bro, sis, before we actually do the work? You know, I'm that friend. I am that friend that is going to hold you accountable and I show my love in that way because I want it to be given back to me. I don't want you to let me sit in mediocrity. I don't want you to let me just sit in my stuff or sit in a cycle and not hold me accountable. Call me out. Call me out in love, though. Talk to me nice because I'm sensitive. <laughs> but yeah, like as I was researching about this type of love, I found it very interesting and I also agree with the fact that this type of love is good for your health. It's very good for your health, particularly um, your heart health. <laughs> I don't find it ironic because as we've talked um, in past episodes, um, the Building Your Community episode and, you know, having my girlfriend Christy on, I hope that you gain that building your community and having people around you and having that sense of belonging truly does your heart some good because it doesn't uh, make you feel as if you're out here alone. It creates um, just a familiarity with those people that you have in your community. And it gives you that, that hope that gives you that assurance that you don't have to do life alone, that you don't have to figure things out all by yourself, that it doesn't just 
fall on you. Now, some decisions, you know, people can't get you out of because we do have to serve the consequences of our actions. But at the same time, you have someone that can pray with you, that can give you the answers that you need, that can sow into the vision that you have. Um, this type of love is important. And it's not that you have to have a lot of people, y'all. Please hear me clearly. Because I don't want folks to look at me and be like, well, you got different girlfriend groups. Or you just have different friend groups in general. I don't have that. And that is okay. When two or three are gathered. <laughs> when two or three are gathered, that is more than enough. It's more than enough for God to move. and It's more than enough for you to have two or three folks to do life with. And if you have more, consider yourself blessed. Consider yourself blessed because it is difficult out here sometimes to genuinely connect with people when we are in the age of social media. I'm going to just be honest with you. But that's Philia. <laughs> I think this might be my favorite one. But let's go on to the next type of love. So the next type of love is storge. Storge is described as the love of parents for children. Now, I don't have a lot of experience in this area because I do not have kids yet. But I do have experience of receiving this type of love. I have wonderful, magnificent parents. I was about to go down a tangent of descriptive words and I didn't want to <laughs> carry this episode out too, too long. But I have wonderful parents. I have parents that have sacrificed so much for me. And even saying the word sacrifice to me doesn't completely encapsulate like what my parents have done for me and how they have shown up for me. Now, have they been perfect? Absolutely not. Um, my parents were high school sweethearts. They had me young. And so as you can imagine, just navigating um, the different changes that we go through in our younger years and then adding a child into that, like that's always at the forefront of my brain because I try to imagine myself having a child at 19 years old and at 22 years old, it's like, you know, <laughs> like my dad was in college. My mom decided to stay home and work. Um, but they made it work, y'all. And to see the devotion, to see the consistency, to see um, just the sacrifices that my parents have made to make sure that I have the best of the best in all aspects. It is, it's encouraging. It really is. And if I'm being completely honest, like, yes, I want to have children, but I do not feel that I am quite ready um, because I'm still very selfish. And I know that when my time comes, it'll be easy for me to just transition into like that motherly, whatever, whatever, because I kind of naturally do it with my friends, right? Like when I've determined that you my friend, like baby, I got you. I got you. Um, within reason though. But I think when it comes to a parent child relationship, what a parent gives to a kid is is selfless. Um, and the reason I say that is because 
I've had multiple girlfriends, right? They've recently had kids. And just to see them give up pieces and parts of themselves that they refuse to give to anyone else for their child is both encouraging and it's both scary. But at the same time, I understand it because now you are in control of making sure that this little human has the best chances and opportunities and environment to thrive and do what they want to do. And sometimes, like, as I've seen other parent um, children relationships, you may not get an investment back. You may not get a return back on that investment. Your child may not go down the path that you would like them to go down. They may um, turn out to be a person that struggles with addiction or that is not the most trustworthy or the, even the most kind person. And you may not be able to figure that out, but at some point you have to learn to let go. And so when it comes to that story type of love, y'all, I don't have a lot of experience with that. But I know that I see it in my everyday life and in the roles that people around me play. And I think it's dope. I do. But I also think that um, it is in some ways a burden. And, you know, we carry burdens. Um, Some voluntarily, some involuntary. But I think this is one that is involuntary because, you know, the love of a parent is is one that's unmatched and that's why i believe that agape is such a mm, oh it gives me chills it makes me somewhat emotional because when we talk about agape we talk about the love that god has for mankind or just the love for mankind in general but i say god because y'all know i'm a god girl I'm a Christian girl. Uh, but yeah, let, let's explore agape. Researched. Agape is described as the love of mankind. And I consider myself to have a love for mankind, but not to the extent <laughs> that was described. I love being a human because I've never been anything else. But at the same time, when it comes to other humans and just how they operate, um, the things that they do to each other, to themselves, it can become difficult. We are in Black History Month. We are remembering the folks that came before us that paved the way for us. And it's hard. It's hard because, yeah, we are far removed, <laughs> not really, from slavery, but at the same time, there's still modern day practices going on that further pushes the agenda of slavery, like mass incarceration. Like, I don't want to go down that tangent, but the fact that Black people are just prosecuted a lot more harshly than any other race is crazy to me. It's like y'all, y'all don't want to be equal in that way um, because you want to continue to separate families. You want to continue to um, breed these communities of folks that don't have men as lead, that don't have um, the family dynamic intact. And it just, 
It makes me feel the way. And let's not even talk about police brutality. <laughs> let's not even talk about how, yeah, there's plenty of black on black crime, but like the fact that my brothers and sisters are out here getting gunned down by people that are supposed to protect mankind. Come on, bruh. Like, <laughs> but again, I'm not going to get into that because one, I'll get too emotional and then two, you know, it might make a interesting rest of the day. So when it comes to the agape type love in the Christian faith, we're also always referring to God giving us that agape type love, that love that um, doesn't ask for much, honestly, that love that gets the shorter end of the stick, that love that forgives without any like really um reason to to forgive if i'm being honest and i i struggle i do because i love god i truly do um but i always question like i know he's not a man that he should not lie i know that his thoughts are not our thoughts i know his ways and not our ways, but like, I'm like, yo, God, like you literally getting the short end of the stick. Like I messed up again and I'm sorry, like, but I'm human. Like you created me this way. You created me to need you. You created me to mess up and make mistakes. You created me to go through hard things so that I can build the character that I needed to carry out my purpose on this earth. So yeah, I struggle with agape. Not that I don't understand it. I just don't think it's fair. But that's the beauty in agape love, right? Is that it's the type of love that is not fair. It is the type of love that forgives knowing that that person or that creation, if you will, is going to do it again. It's the type of love that would give his son for all of humanity to erase all of our sins, to give us a a a clear connection to him y'all that's deep it's real deep and i ain't trying to convert nobody to being a christian but i do challenge you to get to know god for yourself outside of what you've been taught outside of the traditions that have been going on for generations outside of a church like pick up the bible read the word interpret it for yourself like Truly study it because what you will see, what you will experience is that agape type love. And yet God was like real rah-rah in the Old Testament. But when Jesus came, he did a tremendous thing for us. And, and I don't think people really grasp the weight of that. If it weren't for Jesus, like y'all, we, <laughs> we were already a hot mess, but we would be even more of a hot mess. I just want to share these four types of love with you guys. Like I said, um, there are multiple types of love. I think it, it was 12. Um, but those, all of those other types of love stem from these main four. So if you are more interested in learning about the other types of love that are out there, like I know they had one that was for, um, playful love they had one that was for self-love um then i suggest you you know do your research and i think that this is going to be an episode that i'll do next year and i'll just kind of expound on and go into those other types of love 
um, because love is not one-sided. It is not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is not something that is or can be boxed in. Love is vast. Love is broad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so my prayer is that in me discussing these four main types of love, that you are able to identify the type of love that you have in your life. And, you know, also think on where you want to increase um, whatever type of love that you want. Now, be careful with the arrows, y'all, because <laughs> it might get a little sticky. But um, when it comes to affiliate, like that goes back to our episode on building your community and what that looks like. Philia is a type of love that is good for your heart. It's good for your health. It's good for you. You know what I'm saying? So like focus on that one. And if you are a parent, that story type love, like further, reach a little further into that. You know what I mean? Like think about how you show up for your children or your kids. Um, think about the impact that you're leaving on them. And also understand that because you are giving that type of love, like y'all are y'all are superhuman to me because I have seen parents just do some miraculous things for their kids. I've seen teenage mothers become like the most admirable people because they wanted to make sure that they were providing a space and environment for their child to thrive. I grew up with girls that got pregnant when we were in high school and they are owners of multiple businesses or they are out here um, having high profile jobs and just truly like making a difference and an impact in their community. And their child is watching it and you can see their kids now that they're growing up and they're teenagers and stuff, how that just has completely um, impacted them. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it's admirable because yeah, like that story type love is the type of love that is sacrificial. Like I will sacrifice what I have to to make sure that you're good, to make sure that you're better. And then of course that agape type love, the love that God gives that doesn't seem like we are worthy of it, that doesn't seem like we we even um, deserve it. But at the same time, like God gives us that type of love that continues to remind us that we're loved for we're cared for so as i stated i hope you learned something from this episode if you did thank you thank you thank you let me know send me a comment um and just for clarity y'all like only spotify allows you to participate in the polls that i publish or to comment um I don't know what's going on with Apple Podcasts. I think they should definitely add that to their um, podcast just because it makes it easier for you to interact with your audience, you know? So I hope y'all have a beautiful rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of Love Week. Uh, and I'll see y'all Monday. Hey y'all, that's our episode for today. I hope this episode provided something for you to think on, journal, or create a conversation with those around you. Again, thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening. 
Also, go ahead and leave me a comment below. Let me know what you think about the episode um, and what you enjoyed and what your takeaway was. Also, rate this um, episode for me and my podcast for me so that I can gain more listeners and following. And lastly, be sure to follow me on Instagram at transparent.chick.pc. Again, transparent.chick.pc so that you can stay in tune with me. Until next time, fam, be well, be blessed, and be intentional.